Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. It's Mother's Day. I love being in church on Mother's Day. It's a special, special day for us to be in God's house and to be considering His Word for our lives. So in Proverbs 31, it talks about a righteous woman. It talks about the Proverbs 31 woman. I said this in the first service, actually. I might say it again, but I don't know if this will help anyone, but I base my life out of Proverbs. And the reason I do that is because a long time ago, my pastor gave me this tip. He said there's 31 Proverbs, and there's basically the same amount of days in a month. And so what he said to me was like, well, when you wake up in the morning, if you don't know what to do, just read whatever proverb it is that corresponds with the day in the month it is. And um, I thought it was great. And so I just mentioned it at the last service and I thought I'd mention it again today. But what you understand when you, when you study scripture is you realize that the Proverbs or the book of Proverbs is really wisdom literature. It's God's wisdom on the pages of our Bible. And so I don't know if that helps anyone this morning, but if you start in Proverbs in your day, you're starting with God's wisdom which I think is a pretty good way to start the day. Proverbs 31 verse 10 says this, An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. I'm going to come back to that particular verse this morning. Verse 11 says, The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. Hopefully at this point, you've started to think of a Proverbs 31 woman in your own life that this is describing. It goes on and it says, She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. For her husband also, he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. What a beautiful, beautiful proverb to read on Mother's Day. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for the power of your word, God. Father, we just thank you that your word always speaks life to people and we declare that today, Lord, the power of your word. Thank you, Father, for your word and the way it speaks to us and we can apply it to our lives. 
God, we just ask today on Mother's Day, Lord, that you would be with people, with your people, Lord, maybe that have gone through um, a devastation or, or a heartache when it comes to Mother's Day. And today brings up, um, uh, brings to the surface those things, Lord. I just thank you. You're the God of comfort and you're the Prince of Peace. So God, we thank you for that and we pray for a great rest of the morning, Lord. We pray for colonial kids as well, that you'd be building their little spirits even now in Jesus' name. We all said together, Amen. Amen. Well, there's an Old Testament commandment, the law, that we read about in Exodus and also in Deuteronomy that's embedded in the fabric of our God, that, that really is exposing. When he gave the law, a lot of people would say, well, that's just rules. That's just obligation. I'd encourage you to look at it from the other perspective and understand that's God's heart. The way that he's instructed his people and I know that we're in the New Testament and this is a different covenant, different conditions, but we serve the same God. But this is his heart for his people and he's embedded something in those commandments and his law that talks about the way we treat our parents, the way we treat the older generation. It's about a requirement that I believe, like I just said, comes from the heart of God, that God has, has it that his children will obey and take care of their parents. So the young to the old, that the young generation would, would rise up and call them blessed, but rise up and honour them, take care of them, look after them. See, the younger generation needs to hold in high regard the older generation, it needs to, to set them apart and see them the way God sees them. Are you with me? That there would be, always be care for the older generation. That's why it's in there, that we would respect the older generation, there'd be a sense of treasure attached to them. It's in Exodus 20 and verse 12, it says this, honour your father and your mother. A lot of people know that, but they don't know the rest of it or they, don't, they haven't read the rest of it or remember that there's, there's more to it than just those words. It says that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And again, in Deuteronomy, we read the same thing, but there's more detail in it. It says, honour your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you that your days may be long, but it goes on. It says that it may go well with you in the land the Lord is giving you. It says your days may be long and it may go well with you, that there would be prosperity attached to you as you look after them. See, God has a principle at work and really it's the principle of honour. And if you're new to our church, we did a series called Principled a while back and one of the parts of that series was the principle of honour. And I believe it's a guiding principle that God has all through Scripture. Jesus mentions it. It's all through the New Testament. It's all through the Old Testament. It's this principle of honour that God wants us to live our lives by. And the reason that we read it today is because this principle is extended to us and comes to us in the form of the nucleus of the family, the nucleus of our lives, our family, our dwelling place, our safe place, the, the principle of honour. And it's through this principle that God says, take care of your parents and I'll take care of you. Take care of them and I'll take care of you. Another way to say it is God is saying this to you. Life's going to work out well for you if you work it out with them. Life's going to work out well for you if you will work it out with them. Lift them up. Honour them. Take care of your parents. The abundant life and the blessing of God will be showered upon you as you shower your love and your blessing on them. Take care of your parents. And I love that it even speaks in terms of length of days. Length of days. Anyone here want a long life? 
Anyone here on a hard day wishes they had a short life? But we all want length of days, but that speaks to prosperity. That speaks to peace. That speaks to, to, to growing up in the abundant life, the goodness of God. And it's all attached here. So on Mother's Day today, I believe it's a great reminder for us. And don't just think this is Old Testament preaching. Is anyone thinking that right now? I'm glad you're thinking it. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Paul says to the church in Ephesus, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and your mother. This is the first, first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land that you're living. So the title of my message today, if you're taking notes, can have a little bit of fun today in church, which is okay, by the way. We can have fun in church. But the title of the message is this, Five Ways to Love Mum. Five Ways to Love Mum. Some of the husbands are getting a nudge already. So number one way to love mum that I've got here is honour her. If you want to love your mum, we'll start right there. Honour your mum. Why? Because she's worthy of honour. If you go back to Proverbs 31, in verse 28, it says this, Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. This woman in the Scriptures says to be honoured. In the New Living Translation, in verse 28, it says her children stand and bless her. I love that. Stand and bless her. What what about you? When mum walks in or when mum comes into your world in some situation, what's your response? Are you like the middle schooler who just grunts? Or do you stand? Do you honour? Do you respect? Do you lift your posture and honour your mum? I wonder if you do that. I believe that our mums are to be honoured, that God actually says in his word, honour them. So what happens when mum walks in the room? Do you grunt? Does she even get acknowledged? See, I don't believe that's supposed to be a formal thing. I don't even necessarily think it's sort of like a moral code or a respect thing necessarily, although it is. And I'm glad it is. And I love that, in, especially in this country, there still is, you know, yes sirs and no sirs and yes ma'am and no ma'am. I love all that. But it's in God's word. He specifically says, lift them up, honour them. So she's worthy of honour. She's praiseworthy. This is a guiding principle in our walk with God the principle of honour that God has embedded into the structure of the home for a reason, and this is why, and I said this in that message that I talked about before, the reason that he embeds it in the structure of the home is because he wants us to learn it when we're young. He wants us to learn the principle of honour when we're young, when it's a safe place, when maybe we don't get it right. There's, there's a safe place, there's the ability for, for people around us to help us, to help us understand it, our parents. So honour your mum. And it'll go well with you. I think that's a good way to start. Number one, honour your mum because it goes well with you. Number two, way to love mum this Mother's Day, value her. Value mum. Why? Because she's extremely valuable. Verse 10, an excellent wife who can find. Look at these words. She is far more precious than jewels. Far more precious. Recognize the value in mum. Recognize that she is valuable. 
that there is value in mum. Or maybe think about it this way, just to flip it upside down. Mum adds value to your life. Mum will add value to your life. Listen to the way it says it in verse 14. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She's adding value. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household, portions for her maidens. Embedded in mum's calling is value for you and for me. She's valuable. Mum is to be valued. And I love that it even speaks of her ability to create value. That mums in our worlds, they have the ability to create value in our lives. They add value when they just operate as they're supposed to be, operate in their calling. Verse 18, I love it, it says that she perceives that the merchandise is profitable. Other translations says she sees, she makes sure that the grain is good. She makes sure that what comes in is the right thing. She makes sure. And I love that because she, it says that she brings the food from afar. She's adding value into your world. She's adding, and you could, you could translate that so many different ways when it comes to what mums do for us. Mums are value creators. Has there anyone else ever marveled at the way mums can create something out of nothing? Absolutely. Something out of, it's incredible. Men have a hard time at this. I have a real hard time at this. When I'm left to my own devices with the kids, I'm shelling out dollar after dollar. What do you need? Let's, let's go and buy you something to make you happy. Mums have this ability. And one of the things I love about Jill's mum, and she's an incredible grandma, but she can take a piece of paper and all of a sudden it becomes this great moment in my kids' lives and I just feel so in, you know, inadequate. Like, what? how do you do that? It's a miracle. But mums are value creators. They create value. And we can value them as a response. See, I love that, that mums, when, when we value them, there's actually a value transaction that takes place. See, mums have an abil- ability to assign value in the people around them. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but mums are great nurturers. But one thing mums are great at doing is affirming in others, actually speaking and reminding people in their world, whether it's kids, whether it's friends, whether it's um, their own parents, but they've got the ability to remind them of how great they're doing. And I wonder if you've ever thought about that. But I love that even my wife, when it comes to my daughter, she can say things to my daughter that, that don't have the impact when I say it. She can say things to her and remind her, man, you, you can do this. You can do this, babe. You're great. You, you're doing great. You got this. I've heard her say that so many times. Oh, you've got this. Anytime she's been unsure or, or maybe lacking a little bit of confidence in a situation, she just says, you've got this. You can do that. It's just like all of a sudden she thinks she can do it. Whereas it take me much longer and many trips to Mayday ice cream. <laughs> but mums need to be valued by all of us because they carry value and they can pass that value on. There's a value transaction that takes place when mums are being mums. Mums have the ability to instill value in people, to affirm value in people. That's what one of the things they were created to do. So we've got to value mum. We've got to understand that there's value in mum. And when we value mum, we ultimately value ourselves. I mean, I'll, I'll just say it right now, I don't know where I would be without Jill and her role as a mum in my world. I think my kids would probably get really sick of Domino's and ice cream. I wouldn't. Because I love Domino's and ice cream. 
and their app makes it extremely easy to order. It's not good. I need to delete it. All right, so number one, honor her. Number two, value her. Number three, support her. If you want to love mum, support mum. If you want to show your love for mum, support her. Why? Because she's good at what she does. No one can do what mums can do. A mother can just get stuff done. Mums know how to do stuff. And if I just support the mum in my world, the mums in my world, it's amazing when I support her how things get done. It's amazing how things just operate with this organisational efficiency when I just play my part and support and just support her in what she needs to do. When a mum feels supported, they feel like they have the whole crew behind them. And then mums are a force to be reckoned with. But when mum feels like the crew is against them, ooh, my sister's here, but I can tell you, we could both tell you that it was just amazing the, the ability for us to discern in the spirit when we came home and things weren't well with mum. Things weren't well in the household. It was, very, it was amazing how quickly we would operate in that spirit. We like it run straight to our holes. What's the saying? When mum is not happy, nobody's happy. When the crew is with her, it's amazing what takes place as she feels supported. Verse 27, she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. When mum's supported, when mum feels like the crew is behind her, when mum feels like that, that, that everyone's there in support, it's amazing what happens, what takes place. You know, supporting means to hold up. Supporting means to, to, to provide a base. Supporting means to, to hold in high esteem. Supporting means to empower. Here's a good one. I wonder when the last time it was that you encouraged your mum. When was the last time you told your mum that she's great? When was the last time you encouraged your mum and told her she's doing a good job? I mean, it's worth saying. But when we encourage people, what do we do? We put courage in. That's what encouragement is. We put courage in when we encourage mum. We put courage in her when we tell her she's doing a great job. When's the last time you said to mum, you're a great mum? You're incredible, mum. You're doing a great job, mum. Things are going well for me, mum, because you're so good at what you're doing. You're so amazing at what you do. I think there's never enough times where we, or there's never a time when we can say we've done it too much. See, we don't do it enough, but mums are usually the ones that do all the supporting and all the encouraging. And usually they're the ones that don't get enough support and don't get enough encouragement. It's funny because of their role, because they are so amazing and so incredible and so life-giving in what they do. So number three was support her. How can you support mum more? Number four, of five ways to love mum. Number four, love her. Love her. Show her affection. Show mum some love. Give her a hug. And then once you've done giving her a hug, give her another hug. Practical ways of loving mum. Figure out what they are. Figure out what it looks like. Figure out how you can love mum. I wonder if you've ever told her that you love her. I wonder if you've ever said to your mum, I love you. Most people would say, do you love your mum? And you say, yeah, of course, she knows that. 
But here's a thought, don't leave her wondering. Don't, don't even leave it for a moment. That she might be wondering that you love her. Let her know. We have this thing in our home and it's always been this way that we just say, I love you all the time. All the time. I said in the last service a hundred times and I just had to correct myself. I was like, that's a little bit high. Maybe not a hundred times. But it's just this thing that we do. We just say it over and over again. We say, I love you, I love you, love you, love you, love you. But here's the point. No one's ever left wondering. No one's ever left thinking, oh, I wonder if that person loves me. There's no way. No one is wondering. Don't leave mum wondering. Let her know you love her. Let her know that she's loved. It's amazing what love can do. And saying that I love you, we believe in the power of words. We read it in our Bibles. We read that the, 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 the tongue has the power of life and death and we can create our worlds with what we say. Yet sometimes we find ourselves, man, I haven't told her that I loved her in a while. Let's speak those words. Let's build her up. What about mum's love language? Have you worked out what it is? Have you worked out what she likes? Have you worked out what, what really speaks to her? The beautiful thing about that, once you discover it, it becomes this weapon that you always have. You're always able to love mum well. See, I found in, in our journey that there are certain things I could just be working at and trying to just show Jill over and over and over again, working, striving, doing all this stuff. And I'm here, I'm trying to look at, look at the way I'm loving you, but it's not a love language. And then I could just take her out for a coffee and all of a sudden it's just like, wow. I'm like, what about all this stuff that I just spent six weeks doing? And I take you out for a coffee and I'm just the greatest guy ever. Discover her love language. Discover how to love mum and it'll pay dividends for you. I wonder what it is. Is it quality time? Do you have the type of mum and she's, she just loves getting that text message from you? She just loves getting that text message out of the blue, you know, comes across randomly onto her phone, but it's this message where you just remind her that you love her. Is that what speaks to her? Do it as much as you can. Acts of service, making help, helping her, her, her with a list, things that she needs to get done, projects around the house. How can you love mum? These are ways to love mum. And I want to be the type of person, I th- believe we all want to be the type of people that love our mums well. What's her love language? Figure out what it is and then meet her where she's at and love her in the process. Is this helping this morning? Is anyone in? Good. So number one, honour her because she's honour worthy. Number two, value her because she's extremely valuable. Number three, support her because she's good at what she does and no one can do what mums can do. And number four, love her and then just keep loving her and loving her. And number five, and I'll finish with this, number five, pray for her. Five ways to love mum. You know, when it comes to mum, mums are usually the last people to get prayed for. You know why that is? It's because she's the one that's usually praying for everyone else. She's usually the one that in, in the family structure that's a prayer warrior, the one that's on her knees every day, praying you through your challenges and praying you through your struggles and the stuff, the issues of life that you're dealing with. See, mums are often the last person to get prayed for. I'd love it if we could be the type of people that pray for mum, that pray for her, 
that pray for her and be the type of people that even run ahead of maybe where she's at and say, hey, I know this is coming up, but I'm, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I want you to know that you can count on me, that prayer changes things. I'm believing this over your life. I want you to know that I'm praying for you. One of the most powerful things we can do for our mums is to pray for them. I want to be the type of person when it comes to people in my world that I offer a little bit more than just lip service. I want to be the type of person that I offer just a little bit more than just lip service. That when I say to someone, hey, I'm praying for you, that I hang up the phone and I pray for them. That I write it down in my, in my notes on my calendar or something and then I come back to it and then I pray for them again. Or if I say I'm going to do something, I show up. Or if I say I'm going to be there, I'm there. I want to be the type of person that when it comes to those words or those words of encouragement that they're backed up with the type of substance that is needed. I want to pray for mums this morning as we finish because mums are important. Mums are loved in our house. We love mums. And no matter where you're at, we want to pray for you. So I'd love it if you could stand right now. Did you receive that word this morning? Five ways to love mum. But here's the truth this morning is that not everyone has the perfect situation when it comes to mum. If you do right now and that's your season, then that's awesome. I believe that message some way, somehow will speak to you and you could use it for, for your journey and your walk and wherever you're at. But this is what I want to I do this morning. I want to pray for mums everywhere. I want to pray for mums no matter where you're at, no matter where mum is at. You might be right now in the middle of being a mum and have lots of kids running around. You might be in the thick of it right now. We want to pray for you. We want to pray for you to to be there for your kids. We want to pray for you to, to, to lead them in the way of the Lord. We want to pray for you to raise your kids as exactly as God's wanting you to do in this season. So we want to pray for you. But we want to pray as well for people that maybe have found themselves in a season where they don't have a mum. That mum's not necessarily present right now. There's not that, that, that closeness there. I want to believe in Jesus' name that God's going to bring someone into your world. We can pray for that person. You know, I've done this before and I've had this moment where I've been praying for God to send someone into my world that, that'll, that'll offer this type of assistance or be there for me in this type of way. And I said, God, can you please bring that person into my world? One time the Holy Spirit said to me, you can be praying for them right now. And the reason you can be praying for them right now is because they're living their life right now. It's not like they just pop up in the moment and that's it. They're somewhere in some season doing something and you can be praying for them right now. So if you are yearning today, a spiritual mom, a mother figure in your life, why don't we pray for them today? Why don't we pray and ask God to bless them right now, bless their journey and help them wherever they're at. And then I want to pray for the spiritual mums in the place and you don't have natural kids you're taking care of. But I want to pray for you as well because I'm believing in Jesus' name that you're going to have an impact, that you're going to, you're going to raise up, spiritually speaking, kids that God gives you to, to encourage and speak life into. So I want to pray for you as well. And then the last group of people I want to pray for this morning is maybe people in here today that, that you haven't come across that promise yet and you're believing for it. And maybe you're in here today and you feel like, man, I want to start a family. We want to start a, start a life. And we, want to, we want to have this. And that promise hasn't come to your doorstep yet. I want to pray for you. And there might be 
doctor's reports. There might be circumstances that seem like they're stopping that right now. We want to believe in Jesus' name. We want to pray over you today. Because the doctor might say something, but God is saying something else. And whatever God wants, we want to believe over your life. We want to pray that over your life this morning. So with every head bowed and eyes closed, for this specific thing, if you're in any one of those categories, any one of those categories at all, just lift your hand. Needing a mum, wanting to be a mum, knowing someone that wants to be a mum, you want to pray for them, just lift your hand up as well. Don't be shy in this moment. We're just going to talk to God. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Well, Lord, you see every single hand that's raised. And Father, we're so grateful for every single person, Father, that has raised their hand and asked you and is asking you right now, Lord, to to do what only you can do, Father, which is provide that promise. And Father, if that's what people are believing for right now, for that promise to come, Lord, we thank you that we will see it. Lord, that, that we can declare today your goodness over people's lives, Lord. And if there's, if there's um, you know, something that there's a longing, Father, on the inside, we just know, Father, that you see that longing, you see that void, you see that need, God. And Father, we just ask right now through the power of your Holy Spirit for you to go to work, Lord, as you restore, Father, if there's restoration that needs to happen, Father, if there's people in here today that actually is a bit of a sad day because there's a void, because there's there's a gap. God, I just pray right now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fill that gap right now. Father, there would just be a sense of your, your, your peace, Lord. Father, your comfort, God, in this moment, in this season. Father, we just pray for people maybe that are hurting today in this area, that they've lost something, they've lost a mum. God, I just pray right now. Thank you that we serve the Prince of Peace. Lord, thank you that the Holy Spirit can be our portion today, that we can we can be ministered by you, Lord. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for people today, Lord, that are believing to become mums, God. Specifically today, Lord, we pray for that area, Lord. And God, if there's anyone here today where the doctors have said one thing, Lord, we just say that you have the final say. Lord, that you have the ability to change a situation, Lord. You can turn things around, Lord. You can you can make all, we believe that today. We have faith for that today, God. So we declare that promise, Father, in your house and over your people right now, God. And we just thank you, Father, as you minister to your people right now, Lord, as people are reaching out to you, crying out to you, Father, that you're going to answer prayer. Lord, that you're going to answer people where they're at. You're going to meet people where they're at today, Lord. Thank you, Father, that it's not about doing, Lord. Thank you that it's not about um, trying to figure things out in the natural and trying to struggle our way through, Lord, but that we can just put it at your feet. Father, we can believe for it, God, and we just know that you will be working, Father, and you will be bringing about the promise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's worship for a little bit longer this morning. We hope you got something out of that message. We would really love to connect with you. Why not join us at church on Sundays or connect with us at Colonial Church? We would also love it if you could hit the subscribe button, maybe leave a comment for us or a review to really help us move the ministry of Colonial forward. In Jesus' name, God bless you.